Listener discretion is advised. Flash Black Radio. I'm here with my friends. Hey, it's T. Rich. Lee at the Third, aka Da Vinci Parks. And me, K. Savage. So, Donald Trump went to Saudi Arabia this week. He Go. Did and Melania <laughs> did not wear a scarf, even though he was so upset that Michelle didn't wear a scarf. And because we have enough enemies. Yes, we have enough enemies, and you have the nerve not to cover your head. But not Melania. Do you see her belt? That's all she needs. Girl, I saw her title belt. What is the title for? That's my question. You didn't see the belt? No. I I could tell the way you're looking around. It was very um, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Very macho. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dig it. I was like, girl. It like a WWE title belt. Like, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. With, um, I'm confused. I mean, everybody likes gold. You know, say so we know the Saudis like gold, but you don't have to pander like that. Who getting? It was, it was, it was a lot. Getting a little bit of some macho man, Randy Savage. Yeah. So, all right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So no scarf, but a <laughs> WWE title belt. Is that for yeah. the Saudi? Oh yes. Okay. Yes. And a 100% red carpet royal welcome for you know what I'm saying. 45 because you know he's so important yeah and like a couple billion hundred billion dollar arms deal yeah that 110 110 that Kushner did is that what you're talking about yeah yeah and you know our friend Jared well I guess we should talk about him in the next breath So I guess I'm Saturday, just saying, like father, like son. But again, next segment. Yeah, Saudi Arabia went to Jared. Well, he actually brokered this deal. I know this weapons deal. So you and know, he's trying to sink it with the the time that what's called it got there. Uh, he was trying to sink it. With- Do you see that belt? I know you see it. Wow, you can't not see it. Wow, it's kind of high too, ain't it? All of it is wrong. It's just all the way wrong for so many reasons on so many different levels. There are. I, f- I feel like she's just trying to send a whole bunch of SOS messages to people and they're not getting it. Like, you know she's what's just interesting? Happy I think y'all should stop picture. buying into that. You know what's interesting? I'm not buying into anything. Donald really Trump care. looks like her father. Hmm? He could be. No, no, no. He. Uh, no, no, no. Her father looks like Donald Trump. I'm not making an exaggeration. Like probably does. She probably got a bunch of fucked up ass daddy issues. We know he got weird fetishes with his daughter. Yeah, because he mm. he's definitely got a type. Right. See. Yeah. So there's right the down to the ill-fitting suit and. Long ass tie. Yeah, there's some there's some similarity there. Yeah. He's just right. puffy. I think that's what it is. Puffy in the bad so, hair. 
So there's the aesthetics of it all. Headscarf, no headscarf, big ass welcome. Did he bow? Did he not bow? Talking about Barack. Um, but then the reality is we're not going to talk about human rights. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm because that interferes with see, trade. Right. I'm still waiting to see what the reporting on his speech is because we allowed a white supremacist, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to who wrote the anti-Islam speech to write the We Love You Muslims speech. Um, that he's given over there today. Bannon wrote the speech? No, Stephen Miller. Oh. Right. See, it's just all types of scary. But then there's this $350 billion, you know what I'm saying, weapons deal over the next 10 years that like... Is this you separate know, from the 110? Oh, yeah, because it's, it's $110 billion takes effect immediately. And then the next 240 will be dispersed over the course of 10 years. You know what I'm saying? And of course, Lockheed is going to benefit directly from this as well. You know what I'm saying? I thought Trump didn't like Lockheed. Wasn't he talking about their their, their planes were too expensive before he became into the presidency? Wasn't that a thing? And he had Boeing on speed dial. Actually, he had the dude from Boeing sitting in the office when he did it. It was a thing. Of course it was. Oh, interesting. But so this $110 billion deal, this is, I, I want to make sure that we're, we're talking about the same thing. Uh, this is the deal that we're, where America will be delivering planes and guided um, bombs and things of that nature for yes. a large sum of money. Yes. Which for $110 billion is really not that much. It sounds like a lot of money, but when it comes to weapons, it's not. I'm going to be talking about planes. And, huh? But to use on who? I mean, hmm. who knows? Because, you know, Shit, there have been us. plenty of times in history where we've armed people that were supposedly to, you know, is going to be strategically beneficial for us. And those same people wound up taking up arms against us later along the line, down the line. So we armed Osama bin Laden because, you know, he was opposed to Russia. And then and Osama he was bin Laden. to us. <laughs> decided he did not like us. Maybe he was just, you know, trying to return those weapons to us. I'm just saying. Um, Sometimes U.S. makes bad decisions. Well, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes we nominate Donald Trump for president. The last foreign policy decision we made. Yeah. Right. See. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> The next breath, because Jared Kushner is fresh in our minds, is that um, apparently, according to sources who will not be revealed until probably he gets indicted, Mr. Kushner is the target of the criminal investigation uh, into Russian dealings. And I have to say, like father, like son, because, you know what I'm saying, one of the things that they use to paint Jared Kushner as being so capable and so strong-willed and so whatever the fuck we're supposed to believe he's, you know, the, the, the sense of this fuckery that's going over uh, over at 1600 is that, you know what I'm saying, his freshman year in college, his dad went to jail for some kind of financial crime that actually warranted some jail time and Jared Kushner saved the family empire by running it himself all while attending Harvard, which by the way, his dad bought him into with all that stolen dirty money that nobody confiscated. So there's that. 
we know he's inclined to do illegal shit because his daddy is. And the reality is, you know what I'm saying? He took over where his daddy left off. And while I would like to say, you know, that we should not, you know what I'm saying? Like the apple can roll far from the tree. It. Mm-mm. So is Jared Kushner. You married Donald Trump's daughter. Mm. So like all your credibility is shot. So is Jared Kushner like the, the weird iteration of Michael Corleone? I guess maybe. And Ivanka <laughs> is not K. Ivanka is going to be, you know what I'm saying, the woman who works and holds it all together while putting money on the books, you know what I'm saying, and like keeping her, her family together while her man is in jail. So she's going to be like half K because it's going to be sad and tragic, mm-hmm. but then she's going to be like half the lady from um, what you call it, Goodfellas. Oh. No, was it Karen? Goodfellas? No, he's talking about. Like, no, K, K is K is the wife in the Godfather. No, no, no. And Karen, Goodfellas is the one where they was. No, wh- which one is the one where they was dealing dope? That's Goodfellas. That's Goodfellas. That was good. Yeah, that's Karen. Yeah, she's gonna be like Karen. Far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Yeah. 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 So, uh, okay, interesting. But I, I, I just, I just want to make one minor correction. Uh, Jared Kushner ain't the only target of that investigation. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure. Oh, we there, revealed there another multiple. one. I, I, it's nothing about revealing. I'm just talking about everybody in that administration is probably a target, including Trump himself. It's it's, it's yeah. too it's too wide stretching and it's too coincidental. Too many but contacts in going that into memo, it. But he told us that he that James Comey specifically told him three times that he was not subject to investigation. Yeah, but that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like like first of all, like you know, you're not going to like when he said that it sounded stupid because if you're in an investigation, they're not going to tell you you're in an investigation. You know, you're in an investigation, right? It only Strategically sounds stupid to like thinking that. people, but that actually sounds plausibly deniable. What? That like, you know what I'm saying? These niggas was dirty, but I don't know nothing about it. I mean, look, Vince Gray, you know what I'm saying? His people went to jail on his campaign and that nigga like totally walked out of that trial scot-free, like psh, not guilty. Won't even know how this works. You know, works. he's back on the DC council too. Had no, there it is. He and is. might be mayor again before it's all said. He's, no, he's not going to be mayor again. He's, uh, no, he's, no, he's, he, he don't have that Marion Barry to him. He don't have that Mary Barry to him. I don't think so. You're right, he don't. But who is competent? Because it ain't Muriel Bowser. Muriel's not getting. Yeah, Muriel Bowser is like like I thought she looked good, but when she came in, and then all of a sudden, man, she just. Bro, like, that's because the white people west of the park then turned on her. They don't uh, like her no more, neither. Uh, I hope she don't she, run again. She's she's she made a lot of unimpressive stances and moves. It's just I don't I didn't I haven't seen anything out of her that warrants. Yeah, I uh. In every interview she gives, she's like, you know. You should speak to my director of whatever the issue is at the time, and they can talk to you about that. Like, anything that happens in D.C., she never has anything to say about it. You know, Loose Lips rated her council, her city council office, the least competent with the least competent staff, right? I believe it. So we actually voted for the least competent council member. And the reality is she brought all that incompetent staff over to the mayor's mm-hmm. office with her. And then they, you know what I'm saying, put their incompetent hands out and felt around to get some more incompetent people to come in and run her administration. Kind of like what the president and did. And let us not forget that she is Fenty's handpicked successor. He handpicked her for his ward seat, 
when he uh, took over as mayor. And then she was actually supposed to have sat in there a little bit longer because he thought he was going to get a smooth eight years. You know what I'm saying? And maybe she would have had a chance to mature. But, um, yeah, she got to take his job, too. Yeah, well, he was a little bit uh, arrogant. A little bit. (laughs) You know, that's me being subtle. (laughs) That was me being subtle. It didn't work. No, it's too subtle. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I really don't know what to say. DC politics has been, you know, but it's, it's DC politics. It's almost like saying Chicago politics. You know, there's going to be like, there's going to be a certain, a certain amount of when DC is concerned, there's going to be a certain amount of just ineptitude and incompetence. And with Chicago is going to be just a certain corruption. level of corruption, you know? Hey, why don't I just sell you the seat? That's the only like that's the irony behind Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. He might not have been, you know, president if that guy didn't try to sell mm-hmm. that seat. And he became junior senator. He happened to do that one good speech. And everyone's like, oh, who's this guy? It's refreshing. I feel inspired. What is that sensation? And now he's you know out though? there living his best life. <laughs> I always liked Rob Lagoyevich, and I felt like he got a raw deal because Corrupt as it was, illegal as it was, he actually really didn't even take money for himself. And I feel like if you're going to be any kind of corrupt, you don't take money for yourself. On on the, on the whole, I, I respect that. Well, I mean, I just don't know how, in terms of the actual movement, how you actually go about selling a seat. I don't understand how you can guarantee that. So it's just kind of like, like, how are you going to assure <clears throat> that I can become this person? Because it's, it's, a, it's a... Oh, because he had an appointment to make. Got it. Okay. You know, I and he it. really just like, he was so angling for funding. So it wasn't election-based? Like, no, he was angling for funding for funding for the state. Okay. Got it. Like, that makes more sense. Totally a straight up and down, respectable political move. Like, I mean, I get that it may not be legal, but I mean, <laughs> it was getting shit done. Yeah. Well... That dude don't know how to stop talking, though. Saw that on The Apprentice, ironically. Yes. Even on that, he and just couldn't stop talking. He you watched like, The Apprentice? I watched The Apprentice a couple times, yeah. Back in the day. I was, I, was, I was curious for different reasons as to, like, you know, but that's when I saw then. I saw, okay, Donald Trump is mad ADD. Even back then, like, he's an ADD and he's an asshole. And he's, he's sexist and misogynist. I saw all that shit. Um, I didn't I didn't know about the stuff that you guys have brought out. Like I didn't I had not heard about the the uh allegations that were made in the divorce between he and Ivana Trump. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know about that. That's disgusting, you know. But yeah. um in terms of like the character flaws, I was able to see that in terms of how he carried himself in the quote unquote boardroom. Like he'll yeah. ask a question and they can't even answer the question before he jumps to another question and then make some type of like very inappropriate comment. To the women, like it was constant, especially if they were like blonde and somewhat hot. Looked like they could have been on five <clears throat> Perhaps, you know. But then oh. you know, those types you know, look like they have like blood coming out of there wherever. Roger Ailes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Look, I hope I hope the shame and humiliation of it all killed him. I mean, I, I, it kind of felt like a Joe sure Paterno type know. deal. Did it not? Like Joe Paterno after that scandal broke open or whatever, and he got uh, removed from Penn, Penn State. Just died. It was a couple months. Just just died. <clears throat> Joe Paterno was old for a long time. I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, to be like to be doing that, to be doing like like college football on that level, that much pressure and that many donors demanding excellence and success mm-hmm. and winning and all that stuff, and money comes in if victories come in. He was doing that for a very long time, and I the think moment a lot he gets people, removed, I think a lot of people close to him will admit that he never recovered from that. I'm so sure they may not say it killed him directly, but. He ain't never recovered from it. No, it didn't take long because he was like, I remember they went to his door asking for them questions, like, and then like a month and a half later, he was gone. I mean, you should be ashamed that you facilitated a pedophile. Shit. I mean, was are he? we really supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, he was knew he? exactly what the fuck was going on. And he and did the nothing about is... it. He's ashamed that he got caught. There's two. That's two different things. Just because you good. Just because you good at winning football games. Like, it wasn't even like the nigga was like good at something that was actually useful. But no, but that's two different things, though. Like he's, I think the shame came from being caught and being entangled in that. Yeah, I think I he was ashamed that he was caught. I don't think the shame came with like the actual facilitation because he wouldn't have done that. Because that was a, 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 an issue of shame. I think the shame came from being caught. Yeah, and people knowing that you let this shit go on for so long. What kind of person are you? Yeah, but and that, I mean, and you know, there was all of this. You know, just admiration for Joe Paterno and, you know, to see this statue get dismantled and like you ain't sh- you ain't shit no more. Like we no longer hold you in this this high regard. And it's like you've devoted your whole life to like what you were saying, Christy, the whole thing with like football and that's become life. You know, morality is off the table at that point. Life is winning. That's what matters. So, so like Glenn Beck, I'm not I'm trying, but, you know. He was on one of the shows, one of the podcasts I listened to on being with Krista Tippett. And he was talking about how he actually like genuinely feels bad for like a lot of the shit that he said and what he has caused. Like he he can totally take responsibility mm. for having contributed to this little bit of fuckery that's going on right here in America mm. right now. Wait, I'm not, I'm not apologizing for him at all. What I'm going to say is there's a part of me that feels like, yes, on the one hand, people are really mad at being caught. People are mad that there are people that don't like you anymore because the reality is I feel like people like Joe Paterno, people like Glenn Beck, they like people liking them. Like there's Mm -hmm. something addictive about that. But I also feel like what he said was, you know, he was able to take a step back. And once he was out of the craziness, Like, he was like, oh, that was totally fucked up. It was totally, like, wrong what I did. I believe that there's a small part of Joe Paterno that was able to take a step back when it was all spread out on paper and realize, oh, wow, he was a fucking pedophile. Because the reality is, I feel like people allow themselves to live in a certain amount of denial. Joe Paterno, nobody on Penn State's campus ever used the word Joe, uh, Jerry Sandusky and pedophile in the same sentence until that story broke in the media. They talked about that shit in all types of ways, I'm sure. But in no way did they ever reduce it to like the clinical aspect of like child rape, pedophilia. Like none of those terms were being thrown out there because if they were, I think people would have maybe been a little more hesitant about what they were doing. But the reality is, you know what I'm saying? We use language in a lot of ways that allows us to live in denial all the time. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, I do believe he was sorry, but I believe that what really killed him was that people didn't like him anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, I, I guess we're kind of on the same page then. But what I will say... I don't think Roger Ailes was sorry. 
Oh, no, not at all. Um, but that's why I hope the shame killed him. <laughs> shame. But with regard to uh, send, oh, man. I don't know. Okay, so you brought up a couple <laughs> things. So it kind of got me off track of what I was going to say originally. Um, but what I will say is, as far as Sandusky goes, for him to cover for Sandusky honestly did not benefit him in the slightest other than he would have lost a coordinator. So to me, that that shows a, a, a level of um, moral bankruptness. I don't know if that's a bankruptness is a word, but... Uh, it, it, to me, it shows that you're a little bit morally, not a little bit, but you're morally bankrupt in a certain regard because there's no need for him to to cover for something. I mean, that if Joe Sandusky had quietly been removed for, for you know, administrative reasons, nobody would have, you know, made a thing about it. And if it came back, I'm like, oh, well, that's why we fired his ass. We found out that he was doing illegal shit and improper shit on our campus. And we, we did not want that on our campus. That's not what it's about. But what's kind of crazy about that... Nah. Like, there are Hold on. They got a legal duty to report. Okay. Um, well, they can report it to the school, but they don't have to report it to the, the media is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about from strictly from an optics perspective. But going a, a, a step in the other direction, when you were talking about, uh, Takia, about the the idea and the concept of it being football, and Chris, you were saying it's not really useful shit. The crazy thing was, and even after all that shit blew up, all the Penn State like students and alumni were still up in arms about that statue being removed, which shows like they didn't give a fuck either. And it's like which is so crazy. It's like it's like this yo. It's like yo. These are kids. Like you know that was would it feel that important to you about a statue being removed yeah. if this was your kid? That they, they were, were talking little about? black kids from the ghetto who were given an opportunity. It's Ultimately, not like they were animals. Some of them got free college education. People yeah. people get very up in arms about right, like, right. when it's you not like harm you animals. That is <laughs> right, true. But you can... Oh, that God. He's the most horrible person that in the history true. of the world. And that's, and that's just, why to this day... That, little, he was just raping little black boys from the hood. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was just fucking some little niggas. Wow. I mean, and they got to that, have... That actually scarred camp. a little bit, right? Just on the, like in this area right here. Oh, hey, I'm just saying what the people were probably thinking. He just fucking a little... And they got to go to football camp. I mean, it's not like they didn't get anything out of it. They had a good time. You got football camp and dick. What are you complaining about? Girl. It's like a vacation. Wow. No animals were harmed, though, so that's what's important, right? I mean, and they were his favorites. You know what I'm saying? He really was looking out for them. Football camp dick. I'm on the transition from this. I will say, <laughs> yeah, the, y'all are <laughs> making this It's getting too way, dark. Yeah, yeah, it's way too, yeah. But with regard to Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Beck, uh, over the last couple years, especially since his departure from Fox News, I will say that there do seem to be little glimpses where he seems to be rational and and considerate of what he's talking about. It's not just like railing from crazy land like he was doing. And every five seconds, there's a reference to Nazi Germany as it pertained to the Obama administration. Um so I, I don't I, I still don't know what to make of Glenn Beck. I still think he's nutty as hell, but I don't think he's as nutty as I thought he was. Um and for I don't some think reason he's, he's conveniently not nutty right now. Well no, he since Trump started getting steam in the in the in the uh, primary season or whatever, he was very adamant against Trump. Like, and I which kinda surprised me. I thought Doesn't that he would have gone. Person. I didn't say it does. 
I didn't say it does, but I thought that was surprising that, you know, he, you know, he, he got suspended from Sirius XM because there was a guy on there who was, he was dead ass serious too. He was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm scared if he gets in office. I don't know what's going to, this is like over a year ago. He said, I'm scared if he gets in office. I think the only way we're going to be able to get rid of him is if, if somebody kills him. And Glenn Beck said nothing. <laughs> said nothing. It was just silence. It wasn't one of those like, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey! Well, we don't want to. We don't want to promote that. I'm, You're just supposed to say that. That's what, even if you don't feel it, that's what you're supposed to say. I've shared a room with this nigga. I know exactly how fucked up he is. But the whole what point is, you're still for the sake of optics and the sake of the company. You're supposed to say, "Hey, we don't want to promote that." Blah 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 blah. Even if you wink to that motherfucker, because look, you on radio. It's not like they're gonna see you wink. You know what I'm saying? But you're not supposed to just let that ride, and that's what he did. So it's like he got a nice little week long suspension, which I thought was. I heard it. I happened to be listening to Sirius that day. And I was just flipping through because every now and then I will try to listen to conservative right wing media, which is very painful to do because it's not really substantive in any regard. But, you know, I just happened to be listening that day. Um, I think it was on the Patriot channel. And I was just like, um, wow. The <laughs> silence was just, it was one of those things where you say the silence is deafening. Mm-hmm. It's like you, if silence can become tangible, you can grab it and just hold that shit. That's what it was. So it was informative. That's what it was. So, yeah, he 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 was supposed to like stop that, and he just let that ride out there, just let let it sit out there. So, you know, I mean, I I don't I don't know what to make of Glenn Beck. I really don't, and I'm not a fan of his. You know, he he also is the guy behind Tommy Lauren, who I loathe, and I'm glad she's no longer on the Blaze. But she'll find somewhere else to be and poison people with. Her limited perspective and she lack of experience and life in general. I feel like Tommy Lauren's gonna pull like an Ann Coulter though. She's gonna wind up getting herself some some black. She's gonna find her uh, some black, black dynamite. Loving. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Jimmy Walker. Wind up. That bitch actively fucks black men. Who? Ann Coulter. Probably both of them. Tommy Lauren. You think so? You that think bitch not? look like she seeks out the biggest blackest dick she can find. I don't see so much hate though. I don't know. <laughs> Those I don't are usually know. the ones. <laughs> yeah, really? You think so? That's why she's so angry? Just like when you see politicians like, no, we don't like homosexuals. And they're like in a stall, like tapping their foot. And it's a series of one night stands. And it's a series of one night stands because she probably says offensive shit like, I love nigger dick mm-hmm. in the middle of getting rammed. I'm just saying, because a bitch Fuck like me, her looks like she do shit like that. Yes, exactly. All kinds of shit like that. She oh. looked exactly like Fuck she me, you like. slave coon. Slave coon? That don't even sound right. Fuck me, you goddamn porch monkey. I That's bet she says bad. all kinds of just uh, offensive shit. Porch monkey is just an old chestnut that I don't think anybody really does off anymore. Does he? Yeah. Show porch monkey anymore? Hey, man, I'm a southerner. It's true. <laughs> I mean, like a like, real southerner. I, I mean, like I feel like you would hear Jigaboo before Porch Monkey. Though. That's why I had to pull it out. Sounds like okay. something Tommy Lauren I think would it say. Depends on what context <laughs> you're in. I feel like you would hear Porch Monkey from actual white people, and you would hear mm-hmm. Jigaboo from black people. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not gonna argue. I don't have any basis to argue with any of this shit. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a little. Oh, okay. Let's let's. Yeah. I, I would like to transition. Away from this. This week in Not Today, Satan. Not today. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Pence was picked to give the commencement speech at Notre Dame. 
And in the middle or at the beginning of his speech, several of the students got up and walked out. And were I these just the graduating went, students? Yeah. This was at commencement. He was giving the speech and they were like, peace. Deuces. They got you know what they found out from Bethune Cookman's president. We will mail you this joint. <laughs> just like they do anyway. Anybody, yeah. It's not like they handing out diplomas. So you didn't really you weren't really saying anything there, sir. So they just, yeah, I mean, it, honestly, it wasn't the majority, but they definitely smooth got up and walked the fuck out and just hit him with the not today, Satan. Not today. So shout out to y'all, because you still going to get your diploma. You still going to get that degree. And you do not have to sit in a ceremony where Mike Pence, the hater of otherness, is congratulating you and giving you life advice. Skeletor. Skeletor. Yeah. Okay. So are they the real MVP? <laughs> yes. For this week, they are. Okay. They are. Also, speaking of haters of otherness, I read that book, um, Blood at the Root, that you recommended, Christine. Oh. It was. It was. I have to read it. It was. Mm. So my list of summer reading. That and the hate you give, I think, are going to be the first two things I read. Is that uh, the Time and Lord autobiography? <laughs> I no. couldn't even get it out. <laughs> I don't. I forget who wrote it, but I also want to ring, uh, read "Swing Time" by Sadie Smith. Sure. British. I don't know. So, just to um, like update the listeners, uh, "Blood at the Root" is about the racial cleansing that occurred in Forsyth County, Georgia, in 1912, and lasted for like seven decades. Do black people live in Forsyth now? According to the author, um, it's about 64, I think he said like 64. Well, that might be too high, but black people do live there. Okay. It's less than 10% though. I'm sure. But yeah, it was just interesting that like this was still occurring in to test my the memory. late 80s. To hmm? test my memory, this is about the sunset laws? Yes. We were discussing you, this back before we even like even like flashback was even on. Right. We, we had this beside them. Yeah. So they you you have to leave this entire county. Period. And for years, like black people could not drive through, they could not step over the county line. You couldn't get lost and wander into Forsyth. No, I don't care if the sun is down or up. You are not supposed to be here. Oh, even if the sun is up, it doesn't matter. Sun, it does not matter where the sun is in the okay. sky. I thought it was one of those things that you no, can no, do no, business no, no, here, no, but no. you just can't. You can't do anything here if you are black. Mm. Once they ran all the black people out, it was like, all right, this is this is white. Right. Mm. We don't need y'all. Y'all need to come here for nothing. There was a um, chapter, well, I don't know if it was a chapter, a section in the book where they were doing some sort of, like back in the days, like see Georgia driving tour. And some white people were driving through and they had their black chauffeurs and the mayor of Forsyth County at the time was like, yeah, you know, come through, you know, it's good press. You know, you can talk about how good Forsyth County is. And people were like, okay. And they drove through Forsyth County and people were like, is that a nigga in Forsyth County? The fuck are you doing here? And they got upset to the point where like some of the, um, white people in the car had to like pull out guns and like 
hightail it out of Forsyth County. Like, you don't come over this line. Don't come here. I don't care where the sun is in the sky. This is all white. Wow. All day, all night. Wow. And, you know, those poor northern whites were so confused because they were like, but they just the hell. Hmm. We not really friends. We not even like y'all. We don't breed with them. Your help, not unless we need more slaves. Your help is not welcome in Forsyth County. That was real smooth right there. (laughs) (laughs) It was almost like that was written. I know, right? So, yeah, that was my my not-so-light reading while I was in Barcelona. Wow. That's what's up. Okay, so I I keep saying that there's some things that I want to read, but uh, that that is reignited the desire for me to want to read that. So when we talked about it the first time, I was like, that sounds interesting. I also try to like avoid things that I know are going to actively piss me off. I so like too. America? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. Like, for example, last season when Underground ended, was that a very tense time? Because there's a lot of nonsense going on or whatever. So the way the season ended just made me feel it was cathartic. It's like yes, I felt I felt better. Mm-hmm. Um, I just say that because I just watched the end of uh, Underground. I, I I waited for the entire season to be over before I watched it. It's um, cool, <laughs> and I I don't I don't necessarily have the same reaction. Uh, <laughs> um, so um, yeah, I I just I just have to watch because I mean like when you get like the true history of how people treat you, just off the most inane things like the concept of race and all this other stuff it's it's not disheartening is not even an accurate description it's just it's like well why and it's just like it's, it's just so i don't know it's just it, it's, it's hard for me even at this age to really articulate all the emotions and the feelings that come with it but it's just it's it can be upsetting to a very just real degree just like you just see certain people like motherfucker just like like it's just like like because it's just it to I don't know, man. To to be raised under these conditions and to deal with these conditions in this day and age, and in in such a, a real way, but at the same time, people look at you and assume that you don't, and that we're in a pro post racial America. You know what I'm saying? Is it it makes it actually I think worse. Sorry if you hear my stomach. And of course, it was based on that old lie of some black man. Raped a precious white woman. And so... That's what it's always about. Now right? all the black men have to die. And y'all still fucking white women. I just, it's about white women having black babies. They don't even really care if they fuck them. It's just that they might make a baby by accident. It's all right for black women to give birth to lighter brown babies. Because we need more slaves. But there is something... Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. There is something so disturbing about a brown baby coming out of a white woman's body that, like, people can't handle that. Because even miscegenation laws back in the day, you know what I'm saying? It's only ever been illegal for a white woman to get pregnant with a black man's baby. It's never been illegal for a a black woman to have a white man's baby. So we, we're gonna we're going we're gonna transition because I, I feel like we we gotta we're gonna be coming to a wind up point a wrap up point. But I did want to ask you, uh, yes, Takia, 
I should say your name because people can't see what I'm looking at. Um, and Christy as well, because I don't know if you finished it, but what were your thoughts on the second season of Sense8? So I just want to say that I binge watched Sense8 yesterday and then last night I had a dream that I was in a cluster. So, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, I that woke up sense. very confused like Jonas. <laughs> that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. But man, Jonas. Ooh. That's your response? Mm. Okay. I was bothered. I was bothered by Jonas. Um, I was bothered by... Uh, I, was, I thought it was very interesting, though, like the introduction of other clusters, yes. other people in clusters. And yes. How they just kind of like, okay, we're going to pop up now. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, I think it kind of needed to happen that way just because there was a lot to take in, no pun intended, for the, the first what season. That, what is that evil cunt's name? Because she got to go. Oh, it's yeah. First order of business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She needs to be the first order of business for the Christmas special. She, she needs to eat a ham sandwich and then die. I was like, why Why are you? Okay, you had buttered her. Why don't you just go ahead and break? This is going to sound horrible. Why don't you just go ahead and break her neck and then run? Just Just kill her. Just right here. Why are you talking? Break, Break her neck and leave. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know why. You know what happens with Wolfgang. Wolfgang's like, well, I, I, I think I should fuck and then kill her. I think. <laughs> well, he already fucked her. Nah, not really. Not really. Um, by that, he was over it, too. Yeah. Yeah, not really. He didn't give her, like, the, the in-person Wolfgang experience. Yeah, I don't think he wanted to. Yeah. And I knew Cal's husband was some shit. Yeah, he seemed like a little bit. Yeah, well, I don't want to give away too much. Yeah, I don't want to give away too much. But yeah, he seemed like yeah. There, 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 there was a lot that they added. I will say to the second season. Um, I was actually bothered more so by Angelica because I felt like there was a lot of stuff that came to light about her. It's like okay, this is not the splash Daryl Hannah at all. No. <laughs> No. She's more along the lines of the Kill Bill Dara Hannah. I don't know how I feel about her at all. I still don't know what her fucking motivations are. No. Even, mm. even after all that. I will say, although the season wrapped up on a very powerful note, I will stay, say that the last two episodes of season one, I literally was standing in front of my TV with my fist clenched. Like, you know, just like leaning in. I did that for this season. You I did? just want to say Son is beast. Yeah. Son is a Son of Wolfgang is still my top two. When, um, he, when he was like, is my sister the Terminator? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yes, she yeah, fucking yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Son of Wolfgang is still my top. I, I, I'm i not liking the new Van Damme as much. No. I, I don't know. I, I find that, I don't know. It's kind of like. I did like him. I settled into him, but I feel like I settled into him because the storyline was somber enough. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I like the first Van Damme better. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know maybe it's just like I don't know if you ever saw like uh, Spartacus on Stars, but the original Spartacus just to me mm-hmm. was just better than the second Spartacus. And the second Spartacus wasn't necessarily bad. It's just the first Spartacus was Spartacus, and that's why they oh, no, ended I off think, that series. I, the last thing you saw was the first Spartacus. I liked the first Van Damme, mm-hmm. but I, I settled into the second one. Yeah. I didn't feel like. He was a stranger this time. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. He also had very like tiny ears. It was very weird. I didn't notice his ears, but he just he yeah. runs funny. He had very tiny ears. Didn't really no. Didn't really do it for me. Yeah. He, but he, son, she's a fucking beast. Yeah. 
She is the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that the season was thoroughly enjoyable. I I I definitely dug it. I felt like it's over too fast because they they shorted us on a couple episodes. But right, it wasn't thirteen episodes. No, nah, right? it was eleven. It's only eleven. Yeah, I, I felt good about that. Actually, because I think yeah, they included the, the, the Christmas special, special was part of it. Yeah, so oh, technically right, right, ten. Right. Yeah, so I felt the way about that, but you know, I'm gonna need them to do more with the African people next season too. I really like Van Damme's friends though. His boy is still. I like him, but I want to know. I have a feeling that the African sensates are going to be really helpful because I have a feeling they're probably completely off the grid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easier to be off the grid there. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree because there's just places that, you know, people are not going to necessarily go. Mm-hmm. They're probably going right. to be more like populated, I mean, populated in uh, first right. world, quote unquote. Countries. Right, Paris can only be safe for so long. Yeah. But no, nah, I, I definitely like the way they introduced that and the whole, like, yeah, like, what do you need to know? <laughs> that joke was a trip, huh? Where's Wolfgang? That's what I was wondering. Okay, so I don't want to get too far into this because if people have not seen Sense 8, especially. If you haven't seen it, then it's up on, it's your fault. I mean, I I watched it. I had a whole cluster and everything. I felt so upset when I (laughs) came to and realized that I didn't have seven friends who like would visit me (laughs) and I could visit around the world. It was really fucked up. But I was wondering the same thing. Like, okay, you have Whispers and Jonas do you not know where Wolfgang is? Did you save him first? Like, what's going on here? Right, right. Okay, so on that note... And was Whispers visiting when he was, you know, okay, interrogating? So on that note, because I actually want to have this conversation, just not... Just okay. not... Yeah, yeah. Please so, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you so much for listening. If y'all have not seen Since 8 on Netflix, uh, do yourselves a favor. Check that out. It's uh, conceptually illmatic. Uh, I think you should definitely get into it. Um, Be caught I, up by next week because we gonna discuss <laughs> whether you like it or not. <laughs> and I think the whether you like it or not is you, <laughs> since you. I am Da Vinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett the Third. T Rich, aka Bald and Bougie. Oh, Chrissy Hunt, aka K Savage. And uh, again, Slim Williams is missing this week. Uh, shout out to Slim; he's on vacation. Perfectly, In a Wells vagina. Yeah, perfectly great reason to be. MIA so we'll see him when we see him when he gets back from vacation not this week not next week but after that alright so uh, check us out <laughs> maybe uh, check us out on soundcloud.com uh, flash slash black or flash hyphen black you'll be able to find us uh, also on iTunes Google Play www.flashblackradio.com and on Twitter at flashblacknews at flashblackradio thank you so much for listening God bless Bye, friends. Bye, friends.